welcome to So This Is Love. My name is Leslie. And my name's Aaron. I almost said my name's Aaron. And I almost said my name's Leslie. <laughs> and welcome to the So This Is Love podcast. Episode 52. Episode 52. Yeah, we're almost at the year mark. Almost, right? In December sometimes? 16th. December 16th. Yeah. We've been podcasting for an entire year. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, today I... um wrote a tiny little bio for a devotional that we're writing for oh, church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put there that things that make me happy, podcasting. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I remember you telling me that you wrote the bio after you sent me the devotional. Yeah. For me to, like, look at and read. Yeah. I put, like, cooking and singing and, in most recent years, CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, my bio, my bio was really short because... You only get 500 words, and the bio is part of that. Is it? Yeah. No. Yes. Oh. I don't know how long it was. I'll have to check the, <laughs> how many words there were. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, so what's new in our week? Uh, my back decided it hated me. Aaron's broken. Yeah. Well, he's not broken right now. Not as broken. Physically, still, yes. Still kind of broken. Yeah, always broken on the inside. Yeah. I have uh, what's called a herniated disc in my lower back, in like the L5 or I don't know what. Um, the doctors know the the medical terms. Uh, but basically, a herniated disc is, is something that happens um, and can't really be corrected unless you do surgery. And the last time we checked into surgery, it was like a 80% chance that, that it would, it go, would go well. not work. Or that it would not work? Yes. I thought it was an 80% chance that it would. No, your other chiropractor, the one we had for a really long time, uh-huh. he said he didn't recommend surgery. Because That's right. at that point, it was like 70 or 80% chance that, that it, it would. Did. Oh, my gosh. Most people end up practically disabled. Yeah. So. Um, or with, like, steel bars. Right, and, but and things stuff. have changed a lot, and we haven't really done any research since then. Yeah, because so. I see tons of laser surgery uh but you know, we don't even know how your new chiropractor feels about that. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have a, an appointment with him on Monday. So what happened was apparently uh, this last Saturday night while we were sleeping, Leslie says at two in the morning I jump up out of bed and not out of bed, but like jump up in bed. He just like sat up really fast. Um, and she's like, "What's the matter?" And I said, "My back hurts." And then I went back to sleep. And then you just went back to sleep. And you know, guys, Aaron talks in his sleep sometimes. <laughs> he does weird things in his sleep. Like, sometimes he'll have a complete conversation with me and not remember it. So. I don't recall this occurrence at all. Um, and then Sunday, you know, I felt a little pressure in my back. But that's normal. There have been times where I felt that before. But then Monday rolls around. and Well, when you came home from work on Sunday, you were walking like an old man. I was, yeah. Well, I'm, but that's you know, like I said, something that I've been through before. You have not ever walked in, not 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 ever. I'm gonna say that, but in a while, yeah. you've not walked in the door walking like an old man with your pelvis all forward, yes. and you can barely hold yourself up. But because normally, because I've done something to aggravate it. Right. But as far as I knew, I hadn't done anything. No, because we haven't been able to go to the gym because it's been closed <sighs> for almost two weeks um, due to it's. Well, we moved locations, and so we've been waiting on the inspections from the city and then the fire inspector. So Yeah. Um, so you didn't hurt yourself at the gym. No, not at the gym. Yeah. And then Monday, I could barely walk. It was 
actually painful to walk. Uh, and I stayed in bed the All whole day. day. I got out of bed like three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was okay because it was my day off. But then Tuesday comes around and I just, it, it hasn't gotten much better. Like, if anything, it, it let up just a little. Yeah. Uh, but still, uh, I had to call in. I spent the day in bed sleeping. Just, like, that's all I could do. Because all my energy was was gone. Yeah. Um, but I did call the chiropractor on Tuesday. Um, and they said they could take me on Wednesday. Right. We went in. Um, and I was still scheduled to work at 1. So I thought, okay, depending on how well this goes... I can go to work. Uh, but when we got done with the doctor, he said, all right, I want you to be, I want you to come back today at four 30 and I'll adjust you again. And I'll adjust you again. And, and we'll make it as if it was the same. Um, we, we won't double charge you or anything like that, which was really nice of him. Yes. Um, and I was like, so I'm not going to work. And he's like, no, not no, today. Not today. <laughs> um, but it was the, it was a very interesting chiropractic visit Experience, yes because he's a neurochiropractor like he's a neurological, neurological. chiropractor yeah. um so he's uh he's different yeah he thinks about things in in a very like, like a different perspective angle. an angle yeah very definitely. different angle than uh, like the doctor that we had before mm-hmm. um which is cool i'm still sore from where he he poked me to uh, like relieve the pressure in and your stuff. hips yeah yeah um but he did, he, as he was examining me, he found out, he, well, he said that I have a hypersensitivity, hypersensitivity, um, like in my legs and, and in my feet. And I mean, I knew this, we knew this because yes. when Leslie's tried to, you know, massage give, his feet, give me a foot rub, like it just, it doesn't happen. Because he's super ticklish. Yeah. <laughs> super ticklish. Um, and so when he, he was, um, Adjusting you. That's Adjusting, yeah. As he was like examining, he took my shoe off and he could barely touch the bottom of my feet. I would like yank them away. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. Did you know this? Mm, uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and he didn't sound like that, right. obviously. But that's just what I, the sound my brain makes for a doctor <laughs> when they're thinking about doctor things. Uh, and then he put on this, this music in the headphones. It wasn't music. It was just pure tone. A pure tone. At not 440, but 444. Uh, which I don't I, I don't even want to go into. Like, it's, it's some weird, like, this is how music used to be played, and now that's not the, you know, the way the music is done anymore. How it's um, tuned. How yeah. you tune instruments. Because he used, he used pure tones, um, mm-hmm. and it was the circle, not a fizz. No, he just did the entire um, scale. The, the, yeah. And, um, but tuned to... Instead four, of four, A440, four. it was A444. Yeah. Which is different. And when it got down to the lower notes, like, they were just wrong. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, so notes. what he did was he had Aaron put on these headphones, and then he had um, some, an phone. app or something on his phone that played the notes, and he went up by a half step, and he every time he went up a half step, but he would down. down a half step. He yeah. would um, touch Aaron's foot or his leg. To see if he would get a response. And he did that all the way through the scale. Um, and by the time he got to the, back to the beginning, mm-hmm. um, Aaron wasn't feeling ticklish I, yeah. anymore. Not at all. And it he said it would last for a while and yeah. then it would come back or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he just thought that it was an interesting thing. And we were like, okay. Yeah. It was interesting <laughs> to me. It was super interesting. Because I was like, 
This is like a science trick. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was really awesome. Um, and, and I left feeling a lot better, and then it went back um, at that days. same day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was good again. And um, that second time he adjusted you, we're walking faster than me out the door. Yeah, <laughs> it was it, too bad it didn't last like forever. Right. Um, and then I went but he to told work. You needed probably yeah. a couple more adjustments. Yeah, so. I, I, I have another appointment Monday, Monday morning. Um, uh, went back to work on Thursday, and that was all right. And then Friday head off, and then I work the whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So um, at least there'll be lots of people there. Mm-hmm. Sunday, not so much. It's just gonna be three of us. But I'm hoping for a slow day. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, slow for me. Like right. I, I, it's hard to stay in a chair. But if it's slow, then the day feels long. That's true. That's why I'm hoping not. Well, then I hope it goes by fast. <laughs> um, and then we had dinner at at Red Robin. Red Robin. Yum. <laughs> Um, mainly I think because I wanted the refillable bottomless root beer beer. floats. Mm -hmm. I only had three. Yeah. And one to go. No, that was one of the third. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Aaron, you know, I've, I've, uh, given into his whims this week because Mm. he's been broken. Yeah. And, uh. So yeah, we went to Red Robin, which is like forty minutes away from us, but yeah, we went. But and at it least was I nice. didn't have to drive this time. No, we we had our your driver, your chauffeur drove us. Yes, me, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how was your week? Um, aside from you being broken, yeah. Uh, all right. I'm glad we. I'm glad that it was. Um, I'm glad that that we were off today. Yeah. Uh, for ministry and that I know you have to work tomorrow and you have to work Sunday, but at least you get out early on Sunday and mm-hmm. I'm off this weekend. So yeah. it's just nice to be able to stay home and kind of catch up on some things that I need to do. And um currently working on a coffee bar for our dining room area. Yes. And it got here like on Tuesday, yeah. Monday or Tuesday. I had to put together a shelf by myself. Well, Mary helped you. Yeah, she helped me. But it was weird not having you put it together because you couldn't. <laughs> no, I was laying in bed listening to the two of you try to figure it out. And I was like, no, this is not happening. This is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. Hey, we put it together, though. I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> and it was a third. You know what? It's a really nice shelf. I bought it from Amazon. Yeah. It was $30. Yeah. It got here in two days. It's that, amazing. It's really cool. It stands. Yeah. yeah. It's but it's real wood. It's, it's not like standing. It's not particle board either. <laughs> Be nice to me. I love you. And I still need to hang things on the wall. But I don't want to yeah. do it because I'm afraid I'll make too many holes. And there's already a lot of tiny holes from there. There are tiny holes, so you just roses. use those. Well, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Except they're kind of in weird places. Well, and like I find- have I found this like galvanized shelf and it has compartments in it oh yeah yeah, yeah that's and, cool and like i'm so excited to hang that one You're just and so then funny. a really lo- big sign that says gather on it uh-huh and um and then of course i uh i did some printouts like little coffee things that say fun things <laughs> on them so those will go up too for a little coffee hot chocolate bar yeah i'm excited about that we're also getting ready for friends giving Ooh. which will be next week yes having some friends over and uh, doing i get to make a turkey Cowboy themed. Yeah. <laughs> and so I asked my mom if she'd make a, a brisket, but she hasn't responded yet. Yeah. 
We'll see. Um, cool. So yeah, that was kind of the recap of our week. Yeah. Uh, last week we did talk about. Um, I don't know if we called it news or if we called it like an announcement. I don't remember. I don't think you called it an announcement. The words that we I don't used, remember. but something that we're really excited about um, happening actually next this this upcoming well, hopefully Tuesday, hopefully, yeah. So before Leslie, Leslie and I went to Utah for vacation, um, we had. Oh, you you mean you had. <laughs> we, because you were there. It was not me by myself. This is true. Uh, we had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a rather, not like serious in the, like, this is not good co- serious type, but serious conversation in the, this decision will affect our lives right. kind of way. Uh-huh. Um, we've been married for nine years, and we've been trying to conceive for about eight of those years. About seven. Seven. Really. Mm-hmm. And no baby. No baby. Right? Uh, and we haven't done anything really like. In depth, doctor wise, yeah, except for extravagant. you. Extravagant. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I got tested, but mm-hmm. that was about it. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly because it's, it costs money, mm-hmm. a lot of money. Um, but I've been listening to uh, a podcast since about last year when we started our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Um, and some of the stuff that they're doing, like we've gone through before, because mm-hmm. you did take some some medication. Mm-hmm. Um, but medication made me mean. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. It was not fun. But so um, we also, like I said, so we've been trying to conceive for seven years, but we've also never really done any extra, right? Right, other than the normal. Stuff right. that you do to get pregnant. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And, and so from my perspective, I was like, okay, we need to talk about this. But, and I I mean, we, I want a baby. You want a baby. And we always talk about wanting yes, babies. And having babies. Yes. Um, so that was always a, a discussion that we've had. But listening to Mandori's podcast people will write in like they'll they'll send emails and voicemails and stuff and there was a caller uh, it was a wife Mm -hmm. and she was saying how her husband is a little bit more um more uh what's the word eager okay than than her in the whole process and so he's you know did you take this medication and and you know always on her about the stuff and she's like, This is my body. Yeah. Um, and she was she she wants to have a baby, but like maybe not in as much as he was eager for it. Mm-hmm. So when I listened to that episode, I was like, Well, I don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy that's like, Leslie, you just take all the things, you get all the shots, go, like, you know, pat you on the butt, be like, good, you know, walk it off or whatever. Um <laughs> uh, but we did need to have this discussion, so we, we sat down and we talked. Uh, oh, wait. You sat down, <laughs> and you made me cry. Well, I mean, the timing of it is like <laughs> 11 o'clock in the parking lot of a Denny's. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know, we need to decide what we're going to do. So I want you to pray, and I'm going to pray, and then we'll, we'll make a decision. This is after a very long day. Yeah. I'm a Friday hung- night. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah. 
It was a very hard conversation to have in a Denny's parking lot. Yeah. And one day we'll be able to tell that story <laughs> to our children. <laughs> or our child, whatever. <laughs> one or the other. And uh, so what I got out of the conversation um, from what something that Leslie had said was maybe we don't have children. Maybe we don't have children. It's very underscored have children um and that and actually i mean quotation marks have (laughs) children what confused me about that um for like a week i think was i didn't understand your use of the word have (laughs) because in the world at large have means to possess but it also means to push out. <laughs> in, in in terms of, of, of childbirth, yes. Yes. <laughs> and and we are we were talking about children, so I can see how that would make sense. But as far as the world is concerned, when you use the word have, it's it's to possess. Like you have the child. I had this conversation with a few other women and they all agreed <laughs> that to have a child and to have a child. You do the hand motions and everything to have a child. You know, your hands like right in line with your legs and they go out. open palm and they go out. Like that's when you do it like that. I can see how anybody would think. But I didn't use those hand <laughs> yeah, motions. Yeah, I'm sure you did. No. <laughs> talking to no, my friends. No, no, no. But my, most of my girlfriends said, well, to have a child means to You're birth still doing a child. It every <laughs> single time you say the word, your hands are moving out. To, to physically birth Look the child. You. Okay. But to have children, yes, to be in possession of children. Yeah. I get that. Yes. Yeah. But that's not what I meant. <laughs> I mean, I meant that, but not that way. Obviously. Yes. So we, the next week we had to have another conversation because I was really confused. You were very upset. I was upset because <laughs> I was like, she lied to me this whole time. She doesn't want children? What? This is some Grey's Anatomy nonsense. <laughs> Um, but that's not what I said. No. And that's no. not what I meant. No. And so I we, meant maybe we don't birth. have children. Maybe we don't, we don't birth. Physically. Maybe I don't need to birth a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that that brought up a conversation that we had even before we got married. Right. Because um, you have some health issues. I have some health issues now. Mm. But... Before we got married, you were, you wanted, you know, you had that question of me, like, if you couldn't have babies, would that, would I still be okay with that? Would, would I? Do you still want to marry me? Do you want to be with me? Like, what if I can't have kids was my question to you. Yeah. And my answer now is the same. It was then. I was like, yes, I want to be with you. I want to marry you. I want to have, you know, a life with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you can't birth a baby... (laughs) Uh, we'll adopt. Right. And that was something we both agreed on yeah. when we were engaged. Yes. Um, and then after we got married, you know, uh, very young in our marriage, it's like, oh, babies, 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 someday. We'll start trying later. Right. Um, but somewhere along the the lines really early on, also, we we thought, well, even if we do have a baby of our own, if we do birth mm-hmm. a baby, uh, we still want to adapt. Right. We still want to, like, we felt like that was something that 
each of us wanted to do something that God wanted us to do. Felt really called very strongly about it, actually. Yeah. We've talked uh, about it because for, and I, I don't, I know, like I've told you before, like God adopted me into his family yeah. and that's part of why it was something that I wanted to have happen for a child that didn't have that maybe example in them, their lives or, um, was it going to be led in that way mm-hmm. to know the Lord? Like I wanted to be able to encourage a life, yeah, in in to in, to walk with Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that conversation all ha- also happened before we went to Utah, and we said, okay, you know, we're going to table this for now. We've come to an understanding. We know what the other person is saying. We know what each of us wants. And we did make the decision that adoption was needed. That was what we were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're like, let's go to Utah. Let's you know, be on vacation. And when we come back, we'll talk more about we'll it. We'll talk more about it. Um, and so before we left, one of my cousins came into town. And so this was like another like confirmation for us. Like after we talked about it, it was that my cousin came into town and um, I had lunch with her. I hadn't seen her since last year in November. And I had to work, right? Yeah. You couldn't be there cause you had to work. And so I met her and her husband for lunch. They were visiting and um, we were talking, and she says, oh, she's like, I have something to tell you, too. And I was like, oh, I was like, what's going on? And she told me that that they were going to adopt. They were going to start fostering to adopt. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And so I just listened to her talk for a little while, and I was like, that's what we've been talking about, too. Um, and she was like, whatever you need. She's like, if you need any information, she's like, let me know. And she told me about the agency they were using. And she thought that there was one here in further south in, in Texas where we are. And um, – and so I was like, oh, well, I'll look into that. Because we really hadn't, at that point, we still didn't know what agencies we were going to use or what. Um, and they're all different is what I'm learning. <laughs> um, because some of them are affiliated with um, different religious backgrounds and things like that. Um, but so it was really neat. Like, for me, it was like a confirmation that that I could, that I was encouraged by it. because. Yeah. We've we've also talked about like what will our families think? Yeah, I'm like, oh, what are our families going to say? Are they going to support us? Are they going to be okay with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really cool to hear her say that and know that her parents, which are my aunts and uncles from my dad's side, yeah. were on board with that and they were excited, yeah. you know. So um, so we left with Utah and that that in mind, and that mm-hmm. was like confirmation for us. I was like, when I told you, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know. So um, not merely coincidence, you're right? Not really coincidence. Um, so we went to Utah and then we came home mm-hmm. and um, we started talking about it a little bit more. And I had another friend who was in the middle of the process yeah. of getting her home inspected and doing all the work. Um, and she happened to post on Facebook. She said, some of you have been asking me about this process. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an informational meeting on this day. Um, you can call this number and find out. Um, and I saw it on Facebook and I was like, oh. Okay. And I told you about it. Yeah. And so I went to work the next day and I called. And uh, no, no, I emailed because Mm -hmm. it said to go to a specific website. So I emailed and then they called me the next day. Yeah. And, uh, and we, she's, she did like a quick interview over the phone to see if we even qualified because you do have to be like 21 years of age and you have to have so many years of marriage and like this whole list of things. Well, I think if you are married, both spouses have to be on board. Right. With the process. Um, and so 
uh, she, she's asked me a bunch of questions and I was like, yes. And she's like, okay. She's like, yeah. She's like, you're ready for orientation. You don't have to go to an informational meeting. She gave me a ton of information over the phone. Yeah. Which later on you asked me to repeat to you verbatim and I couldn't. I was working and I wasn't there. <laughs> I know, but you're the one who wanted me to do the work. Well, I, I did. Would, yes, yes. And I'm, I mean, you know, I just, we were talking about this today, about how I just have questions. So many questions. I just, I have questions. <laughs> I need to know the answers. And that's why you should do the work. <laughs> we, I was at work and you were available. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for doing that. Okay. Um, Next time I'll record the conversation. For yeah, you. you totally should. <laughs> totally. And then, um, so we, we signed up for the orientation. Yeah, we signed up for the orientation. We RSVP'd for it. We got all the paperwork. We got too. all the paperwork, filled it out. And then the day before orientation, they called and said, we're going to have to reschedule this mm-hmm. or you can come in and meet with us one-on-one because we were the only family who RSVP'd for the orientation, yeah. which I wasn't real happy about. Yeah, that sucked. Because we, we moved our schedules around. and I, yeah. But I didn't want to be like sassy pants about it. <laughs> You know, I just said, well, you know, is there any, like, is there any way you can meet with us? Because it, it wasn't about even, I wouldn't have minded the one-on-one, mm-hmm. but it was only between a certain time and a certain time and on certain days. And I was like. It's like Tuesday through Thursday from. 10 to 3 or 10 something. to 4. All right. Yeah. And yeah. like, we're working. <laughs> Who's available for that? You know? And then, but she, and she did say, well, you are going to have to take some classes. Is that going to be a problem? And I was like. No, uh, we'll no. figure it out. As long as the class time doesn't change right. or you don't cancel it on us, <laughs> exactly. we'll be fine. Like, we're very flexible, but literally, we changed our schedules last minute to, like, make it to this orientation. And you're telling us the day before. And now it's canceled. Yeah. So I did ask my friend who was in the middle. I was like, does this happen often? And she said no. She said that they, they were actually, like, it happened once for them. And then they were, vi- like, the people were very nice about making things work for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well... Like, I hope this isn't the case, you know? And I don't know if it's the case everywhere. If, I don't know if it's just the valley, but I don't know. We'll see. We're supposed to have our orientation to turn this, in all of our application yeah. and stuff um, this coming Tuesday. On the 14th. So when y'all are listening to it, it's two days away. Yeah. So hopefully it will happen, and we're praying that it does. We already have the paperwork filled out anyway, so. Yeah. If it doesn't. If it gets canceled again, I may start looking into a different agency. I was told, I did speak to a friend, mm-hmm. um, and she said, there's so many different agencies you can go through. And I don't know how they all work. They may all work the same. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so we did tell our parents. Wait, I would, yeah. Did you want to talk about that? Um, when the day that I called to make that, a, that to talk to someone mm-hmm. and make that appointment, we took my mom to dinner that night. Yeah. Um, to tell her. and Plied her with fried food. Yeah. We took her to eat seafood, which is her favorite. And um, and we mentioned, you know, we told her, like, hey, mom, you know, we've been trying to have babies and we haven't been able to. And she really wants us to have children. And, yeah. Um, so we told her. And at first she was kind of like, but. I don't think she understood. Yeah, I don't think she quite understood what we were trying to say. But she was like, so you don't want to have. I was like, no, mom, we want to have babies, but it's not happening. Yeah. So we're going to adopt, and this mm-hmm. is something that we feel like God's called us to do. And, yeah. and once she understood that, then she was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, and if we get pregnant along the way, then great. Then but we if we don't, that's okay too, yeah. you know? We just, because I really felt like 
you know, I was saying earlier, we needed to be proactive about something. Right. And if it was going to be... Because uh, neither one of us is getting any younger. Yeah. <laughs> if it was going to be, you know, seeking out natural pregnancy in, like, a scientific way or any like any type of format, um, then let's do it. And if it's going to be adoption, then let's do that. And right. we just decided, okay, if we're going to... Adopt and neither no, way is be. easy. So <laughs> and both, both ways, ways are cost hard. Money. Yeah, yeah, both ways cost money. And, but we just really felt like we we needed to start moving forward, right? Uh, and we both really felt like um, between in, in all of the options, the foster adopt um, the adoption way was just going to be like, okay, right. we can do this. And the thing about fostering to adopt too is that it's. It's in the States. Like, for us, it's in Texas. It's in our area. There's so many children who don't have parents or don't have anyone to take care of them. And they have no one to love them, no one to walk beside them and lead them in life. We just decided that we would do something local because to do, I mean, yes, there there are children in other countries who need families. But this is right here. This is home. Like, these are children that are maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 miles away from us. Mm-hmm. Like, and so we decided that that was where we were going to venture right now. Yeah. Not to say, I, mean, I don't know what God <laughs> might do, we'll later, do later, you know, but that's definitely something that we decided to do here. Yeah. Um, and then the two weeks later, yeah. maybe we had dinner with your parents mm-hmm. and, um, and we told them and your dad was super excited and your mom was excited too. Um, I think she was a little bit more concerned. Just like your mom. Just it like was, my mom. It was, it was just a like little confusing, I think. The whole conversation with your mom all over again. I yeah. think moms come from this like different perspective for uh-huh. their daughters or for their children. Yeah. And they're like, but you want babies, right? Like you want your own babies? Yes. And we're like, yes, mom. We want our own babies. Uh, but that's but not that happening. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and it doesn't mean, you know, and just like we told your mom, um, we were telling my mom. If in this process, when we adopt after the adoption's finalized and we have, like, a, a child, like, a, a natural child in that way, like, for us, great. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd be super happy. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, then that's that's, that's okay. okay. too, yeah. This is just, you know, where we are in our lives. Right. Um, now, that being said, one of the things that they talk about a lot in all the... The uh, videos we've watched and the uh, websites we've read and the the things that people tell us. Uh, Leslie and I want a baby. Right. You know, we want like uh, zero to like. Four years old. Top. Well, no, no. I mean, in the in the sense of uh, a baby. Like, like we want a baby. Yeah, like a baby. We baby. want to be able to raise a child from zero up. Yeah. If it's available. Mm-hmm. Now, we have been told that most babies come with a sibling. Yes. Like a toddler. Like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere up to like three or four years old is what yeah. I've been told. And that it's most common that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that you wait less time for a child yeah. if you're willing to take two. Yeah. Or more. <laughs> well, they say two. And then sometimes the the parent that's given up the, the children for adoption has another baby. Right. And the, the agencies, they really want to work to keep those families together. together. Yeah. So then, like, you would, like, the, the family that did the original right. adoption would be the first up. Right. Um, and so, but really, with fostering to adopt, the main, the main thing is that they really want, they really want children to stay with their parents. Yeah. 
But if they can't, then whoever's fostering them and taking care of them gets the first choice to it. Like if they want to adopt the child, then they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and adopt like foster foster agencies. That's their main goal. Yeah, because they, they want to plug it in. I mean, with like an aunt, an uncle, right. a grandma. If the if the parents like kin aren't able or willing, right. then somebody related to the baby is going to get. That first big, even while the foster family is taking care right. of the child or children. Right. And that's something like I'm trying to remind myself as we go in because one of my biggest fears and worries is that I'm going to get attached to a child that will be taken from me. Mm-hmm. And I know that's going to happen. Like I'm, j- I just expect that to yeah. happen. And I, not in a terrible way. No. Um, cause someone else has said to me, but, but what if this happens? And I'm like, well, then I was able to impact that child's life for however much time I had them. And that's kind of how I'm trying to go into it. Mm -hmm. It makes me sad to think about that. Yeah. But if I can think about it in the way of, I get to be an example to this child, Mm -hmm. whether it's a baby, whether it's a toddler, whether it's a six-year-old, like I get to be its parent for this amount of time. This amount of time. I get to lead them in a way that, is good mm-hmm. you know i get to be show them consistency i get to show them love provide for them. i get to provide for them and if they never remember anybody else who took care of them maybe they'll remember us mm-hmm. you know and so that we know going into this that it's going to be hard aside from <laughs> a lot of these children will come if it's not a baby um, that could come with health issues, yeah. depending on where they've come from. Or mental issues. Right. Or developmental issues. It could be a child that we get that comes with behavioral issues. Yeah. Um, because of where they've been. Yeah. And so we know that going in, like, we're... I don't... I know we're not aware of the extent of that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know how hard that's going to be because we've never done that. But yeah. we, it's not like we're not going in expecting that because we know that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Or... We could get a great child who yeah. has issues, but stuff that we can handle. Yeah. You know, so the great thing about fostering to adopt is that you do get a social worker and you do mm-hmm. get someone to walk alongside you through the process who can answer your questions, who can encourage you. Yeah. And um, so that part, I'm like, okay, well, if we can call someone who can help us out a little bit, like, you know, we're, we're learning. And that's, I'm excited that we don't necessarily have to do it alone. Yeah. Um, I've also been really encouraged by the people that we have told because they're like, oh, we're so excited for you. Yeah. You know, this is going to be an amazing opportunity and an amazing experience yeah. for you to it's, be a parent. Yeah. You know? None of the reactions have been like, oh, this is from left field somewhere. Right. What do you mean you're going to adopt? And that's because we've, we've, I mean, we've talked about it with a few people, but mm-hmm. before. Yeah. But not really like now we're like actively talking about it. Um, no one has said, I don't think that's a good idea, <laughs> which I'm happy that no one has said that to me because I might be really mad at them. <laughs> um, but you know what? I, I did tell you that one of my biggest, and I, I, maybe this is for anyone, but I know that for me, one of my biggest fears is that I won't be a good mom yeah, or that I won't, um, that those instincts, those motherly instincts or parental won't instincts in. won't kick in because it's not my child, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but... That first orientation that we were supposed to go to, um, God showed me different when it got canceled because we were sitting, we were at a a stoplight Uh when we read the first email that said, we're going to, you know, 
we're going to have to cancel. And my first reaction was sadness because I thought, what if this child or these children are having that, that God has for us mm-hmm. has to endure whatever situation they're in for longer, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm like another two weeks. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? And you know, because obviously this takes time. This can yeah. take anywhere from three to six months to complete all the process before we even get a child in our home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's another two weeks on top of that. And then there's another three to six month period after we get the ch- child or, children, or longer uh, where, uh, a family member could step in right. and then we would not be able to keep the child or children. Right. And sometimes it's longer mm-hmm. because uh, we have some friends who just officially adopted a baby that they had and they had her for a little while. Yeah. So I have wanted to get with them um, <laughs> and talk with them a little bit. But so, you know, these are all logic. Not, I don't know if they're logical to me. They are. They're logical fears. <laughs> And things that I think I know that God is bigger than all of those things too. And when you say still, logical, you don't mean like the absence of emotion. You right. just mean that these are these are not like these are not these are not abnormal things, fears. Right. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> there are things that my brain is making. You know, like I'm just like, uh. So we're excited. Aaron's not scared, but I am. <laughs> We've had that conversation in the middle of the night when I've had anxiety. Nights of anxiety. Like like last night, I, I told him today, last night I was up thinking about oh yeah things that need to be done in our house. I mean, we have a new house. So I don't, I know it's not, not going to pass expe- inspection, but like we have stand up showers. We don't have a tub. We don't have a tub. So does that matter? It's not on the list of things that you need to have, <laughs> but these are the things that like go through my mind, you know, like. Is our sink big enough? Like, I'm just thinking about all these things. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> that's funny because, I mean, when we when when we have gone over to my brother's or my parents when my right. brother was there with his baby. Yes, but they didn't adopt him. Yeah, but you, <laughs> he was you born just, to him. You just bathe the baby in the sink. <laughs> like, you don't use a tub for a baby baby. I know you like, don't, but they'll get bigger. They will get bigger. <laughs> And, and they can't stand in the we'll shower. Just figure it out. Like that's you know, if it sounds lovely if we need to build like a an extension on the house and have like a bedroom <laughs> tub in the like the big mirror or the big window area, like a bay window, then you know. If we'll you take put a, a a clawfoot tub yeah, right claw here foot in front tub, of the window. Right where you're sitting. Yeah. Uh well, you know, that's just what we'll have to do and, and we'll figure it out. But we're not there yet. I know. No social worker has come and been like, um, where's your tub? <laughs> social workers, if you're listening to this, don't ask me where my tub is because I don't have a tub. And if you do have an answer. <laughs> yeah, if you do have an answer to that question for me, would you email the answer to me? No, but but what I mean is like, you don't have a tub, but you can do this. <laughs> that would be most helpful. <laughs> there was something else that I was really worried about last night too, and I just for the life of me can't remember what it was. No, and you couldn't remember it earlier either. No, I was you get it back. All that being said, we're really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that we not to say that we've been looking forward to, um, but this is something that we've considered yes. over the years, and and something that. Even before we got married, while we were engaged, this is a discussion that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not out of left field for us. No, but these are healthy conversations that 
anybody in relationship needs to have. Now, obviously, you don't want to do this before um, you're in a serious, in committed. A serious <laughs> like committed relationship where you're talking about marriage, where the goal is marriage. Um, if you just met somebody and you'd be like, so how do you feel about adoption? That's a weird conversation. <laughs> we don't recommend that. No. But if you're with somebody and you really feel like, man, this could be this could be the one. I could get married to this person. Um, and then maybe you guys get engaged. You have these conversations early on so that when life throws you like a curveball. You're you, not thinking like this person lied to me. Yeah. This person wasn't <laughs> honest with me. Right, Aaron? Right. Right, <laughs> Leslie. Um, you you have these these conversations already in the bag. Yeah. You know, you have this idea of your lives together a little bit more painted out mm-hmm. because after you get married that's really when you get to color it in that's when you could decide the direction of things um but you know something for us we've always talked about having kids mm-hmm. that's always been like a desire of ours and we've never felt like we've we've been afraid mm-hmm. Of this feeling, but we've never actually felt like God was saying, you're not going to have children. Right. Like, we've never had that um, conviction. Right. And if anything, like, I was, I told my accountability a couple weeks ago that this is, like, right after we had that hard conversation in the Mm -hmm. Denny's parking lot. (laughs) Um, I was talking with my girls in accountability, and I was telling them what happened. And I said, you know, I've... If anything, I felt like I was finally content where we were at. Like, mm-hmm. like maybe we didn't absolutely need children, but it, I still wanted them. Mm-hmm. But I was finally content and not, um, and not, or- yeah, I wasn't bitter. I was, and that's because a lot of our friends were pregnant and having babies. Yeah. But for a while now, I've been, I haven't been sad when someone says they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited for them, you yeah. know? Um, and so I finally felt at a place where I was like, okay with, Okay, if we have children, great. And if we if God doesn't give us children, then that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was willing to accept that. And so when we had that discussion, it was for me the discussion was out of left field, mm. but <clears throat> it was good for us to have it. And um, but I was telling them that there's also this thing like you know, you know when you're praying for something and mm-hmm. you pray for a really long time and just the answer to that prayer never really comes. Yeah. But there's never really a no and there's never really a yes. Yeah. So you just kind of stop praying for it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we just happened to be in a time when this was happening where a lot of people were talking about, we were talking about this at church a lot, yeah. you know, like, don't stop praying for that thing. When you stop praying for that thing, like, if it's what you feel like God has called to called you to, or if this is a dream that you have, mm-hmm. like, yes, give it to God. That's so important. You have to give it to the Lord. Yeah. But don't stop praying for it if God hasn't said no. Yeah. But I had. I think we both had kind of stopped praying for children. Um, And then I'm in a small group right now where um, I'm going through the book Fervent Mm -hmm. by Priscilla Priscilla Shire. It's all about prayer. Yeah. And it talks about the enemy's strategies in your prayer life. And one of those areas is your passions. Mm -hmm. Um, And it talked about how, like, those things that you're passionate about, the enemy distracts you from them. So you don't focus. So you don't focus on them anymore. And so I feel like that's kind of what happened for me 
I lost not so much interest, but I wasn't focused on it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so what was really what I believed to be contentedness was just kind of being like, well, whatever, you know, like not really praying about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Just like kind of giving up, you know, basically, which is what the enemy would want if, if God's plan and desire, mm-hmm. like if it's our desire and it's God's plan and God's will for us to have yeah. children, like the enemy would really want to distract us from doing that. Mm-hmm. So it, I came to that. I was like, oh, it was like a big realization for me that my contentedness was more distraction. Yeah. So I'm grateful that it was a time in our lives where those things were happening and people were talking about this because I was like, oh. Oh, my. So that all the pieces could fit in place. Yes. And God's timing. Like, that's the one thing yeah. that we've been talking about for years is, like, mm-hmm. everyone's like, when are you going to have babies? I don't know. Whenever Jesus says so. And they're like, come <laughs> on, we need babies. And I'm like, well, you should pray harder then because. Because we're doing our part. <laughs> and nothing's happening. <laughs> we've had people ask us if we're doing it right. And we're and like. We're like, I, you know. I think we've got we, that down. We, we've worked that out. <laughs> We've gotten some very interesting questions. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but I, I was reminded today because one of the, the devotionals that we were writing talks about God's timing. And mm-hmm. the thing that really hit me for it was um, expectations mm. versus God's timing, God's plan, um, and the disappointment that can come with it if you lose sight of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... I mean, it's been, we've been married nine years, and not to say we have nothing to show for it, because we have a great marriage, we have a great family um, here in a home, but we also don't have a baby. We also don't have a child. Um, And so for, like, to feel, to have the feeling of disappointment, not that it's a bad thing, but to focus on that and and give up or lose hope in, in God's plan, that's not cool. And I feel like that was, like you were saying right now, that that was a place where we were kind of in or getting to. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, I just felt like we needed to have a conversation about it because I didn't want to stay there. I didn't want to get there. I didn't want to be there. Right. Um, All that to say, it's November. Yes. And November is National Adoption Month. Yes. So we thought, oh, that's cool. Like, we're going to get to talk about this in November. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So yeah, if you think about us, um, pray for us. Yes, please. If you have any um, advice for us in this oh area, please email us. We really don't know what we're doing. No. We're kind of figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Um, and we have some friends who've done this already, so I know we'll be able to ask questions. But mm-hmm. like right now, we're kind of sitting in a limbo place. <laughs> um, but, you know, we hope to continue this journey on our podcast and tell you what's going on mm-hmm. and how it's going and um, to just keep you informed that way. And still the stuff that's going on in our marriage. Yeah. Because so. this is us. Right. <laughs> this is our life. This is our lives. I've been saying that a lot lately. This is my life. This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag this is my life. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love you more. All right, so that was episode 52. Episode 52. Mm-hmm. Yes, and happy uh, National Adoption Awareness Month. Not just Adoption Month. Well, some of them have different 
words, wording. It says awareness, sometimes it doesn't say awareness. I thought it was interesting that, so I looked at like the timeline, I read it to you. Yeah, yeah. So like Michael Dukakis in like 1976 started like National Adoption Day and then um, later on, I don't remember who it was, but like they started at National Adoption Month and a week and then National... Reagan. I think it was, was it Reagan? Reagan uh, did National Adoption Week, and then he said Clinton made it National Adoption Month. Yes, that's what it was. Um, and so it was. It's it's been it's been cool, like to kind of read some of the stuff that 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 like how that was set up. You know, yeah. um, the little timeline thing. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> using my hands all over again. I mean, like I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just thought that's really cool. Um, so yeah, so National Adoption Month, you heard us say it here on the podcast on November 10th. Well, well today's the 10th. Today's the 10th. So. You'll get to hear this uh-huh. Monday. <laughs> Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday, whenever you download. Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> um, we did say a minute ago, like, if you have experience in this area or have any advice for us or any tips or any life hacks. We would... Definitely appreciate them. Appreciate them. So you can email us at so this is love at podcast. Oh my gosh. I can't even talk right now. So this is love at yahoo.com. Yes. You can find us on Facebook at So This Is Love Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at So This Is Love Podcast. Um, and we're on Twitter at So This Is Love 10. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's about it. I'm hoping my back issues go away and I can not have to worry about them anymore. Um, and, uh, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll figure it out. Okay, okay, okay. No, I'm not talking about my back, I'm okay. talking about like, this whole, our lives thing. Oh, this is our life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pray for us. So thank you everybody for listening, thank you for coming back, we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye.